You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back. Today, we have a great interview with a fellow dating coach. His name is Lloyd Dixon, aka The Single Guy. Maybe you've seen some of his stuff on YouTube. Well, this guy, he's a wealth of information, and he's here to talk to you about some of the things that society is telling you that's really hurting your chances with meeting women and dating, and is basically doing nothing for you. It's just, it's killing your game. And so today, me and him discuss what those things are, and he brings some of these things to the table, and we go after it. And I really agree with everything he's saying here and, and everything that we're discussing. You know, This is stuff that you maybe hear from your friends, your family, stuff you, you know, see in the movies or on TV or just anywhere on the internet and the general public and the media, things that really are hurting your chances, like I said. And so we dissect those and then we reverse them. We say, okay, if that's the thing that is being told to you, what's the correct thing? What's the thing that's going to actually help you in terms of getting more dates, meeting more women, being able to sleep with the women that you want, get into the type of relationship you want? What's the truth here? So we dive into that. I'm very excited to do it with Lloyd. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Here's my interview with Lloyd Dixon. Hey, Lloyd, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, Tripp. It's a a real pleasure to be here. Like I told you before, I'm a a huge fan of your channel and everything. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you on here. and, And I've noticed that you and I talk a lot about similar things. That's not necessarily why I have people on the podcast. I like to mm-hmm. have people on also who talk about different things and, and get different perspectives. But I, I just noticed that you and I talk about similar things. So it's cool to have you on here and, and hear some of your thoughts. And maybe you can tell the guys listening how you got into this and how you started. And because you told me before we got on this podcast that you, that you do this full time. So not a lot of people do this full time. How did you yeah. get into all this? Oh, cool. That's a great question. You know, you were actually a pretty big inspiration when I first started. You've been doing this for a little bit longer than me. But yeah, I think, I, like I told you before this podcast started, you know, I've always been a guy who's, when I was coming in school, I always felt like there was something wrong with me. You know, I just couldn't get social interaction. The girls that I liked in school, they never liked me back. I was kind of a loner when I was in college and just didn't really understand people a whole lot. And at the time, I was doing like a lot of very, nerdy subjects. Like I was a physics major in college. And so I tackled things from a very logical perspective. And when you're dealing with human interaction, you know, eventually it breaks down at a certain point. So um, I realized that I just wasn't good enough in, in this area of my life. And so I made it a, a, an effort to, to really learn as much as I could. And the information that I was kind of digesting at that point was a lot of pickup stuff, a lot of different things. And trying to go about it in that way, I feel like was a pretty long and tough journey. And I always told myself, I was like, Jesus, this shouldn't be this hard. There should be a, a more practical, a more actionable and easier way to give people advice and, and help people get to where they need to be. You know, Guys like me, I felt like if, if I could have helped myself five years ago to get to where I am now, which is you know, someone who's has a great dating life, amazing dating life, and who's very confident in themselves, like, is there a better way to do that? And I just felt like the materials at that time were were not really good enough. I mean, when I first started, I think yours was the only channel that I saw that I was like, oh, this guy's actually giving 
legitimate good advice. <laughs> cool. You know, cool. there wasn't a lot of that. That's funny because I remember when I started, there was only a few people who were doing it. And now I think almost everyone who I saw who was a dating coach or talking about dating in some fashion doesn't do it anymore. You know? Yeah, they drop off. Interesting. Yeah, they do drop off. They do drop only a few people, even even like the interesting, like the um real social dynamics guys, like even they, I mean, I know they still do dating advice, but they don't really talk yeah, about they're, it. Yeah, they're they don't they don't talk about it. They do it like underground. <laughs> right. So even they've changed a little bit. So so yeah, and then it's cool to see all the people who come onto the scene like yourself. You know, I I love talking to guys who are into it. You know, it's funny because I'll I'm not gonna name names, but I've talked to other people in the industry and they're really in, they're like really competitive, you know. It's like, oh no, like I don't want to talk to that person or really or to that person. Yeah, kind of. You know, it's just like, no, man. Like, no. Like, first of all, there is no competition because people are gonna like you or they're not gonna like you, and it has nothing to do if there's other people on the scene. You know, yeah, um, yeah. They like you. It's not like someone else is gonna come along and go, oh well, now I hate you know, now I hate Lloyd. So now mm-hmm. I'm gonna go so look at this other person. No, they just might like you and someone else, mm-hmm. you know. And so if your information's great, you'll stand out. But if it's not, it was never gonna win in the first place. So you know, it doesn't really matter. So throw competition. I always say throw competition out. It almost similar to with with women actually in dating. You really mm-hmm. the same things. Women are gonna like you or they're not. You know, don't think of yourself in competition with other men. You're in competition with yourself, and that's pretty much it. Like, how can you be yeah. better than yesterday? Otherwise. It's just completely irrational to think you're in competition with anyone else because you're just not. It's just that's not how it works, and that's mm-hmm. not what's really affecting, you know, your game and dating, and and also same thing with, uh, with, with business. Right? It's all yeah. kind of related. So. Dude, absolutely. And it's kind of funny because these guys, they all, <laughs> you know, the guys whose names you didn't mention, you know, they're always about the abundance mentality. But it's ironic that they do not have the abundance mentality when it comes to this area. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, listen, there's plenty of people out there. And, you know, there's, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing that, you know, you can do. So just focus on yourself, put out your best work and, and, that's all you can do, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always recommend that if someone comes to me for coaching, I'm like, look, man, like, pick the guy who you feel like gets your story the most. You know, if it's not me, then there's somebody out there that will, you know, maybe come from a more similar background to you, or you know, has similar things that he talks about that you really resonate with. You know, go with that person. I mean, there's no shortage of people out there that need help with this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I like that. That's cool. So yeah, so that brings us to uh, to what we're talking about today. You know, you've got some things to say on some of the things that are happening out in society, mm-hmm. what's going on with, with the talk outside and and what the media and, and some people are saying that can really be hurting what's going on with your dating life and giving you the wrong mindsets, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So why don't we dive into some of those and just chat about it and, and see where it takes us? Yeah. So this is kind of... you know I, I mentioned the Me Too movement before this. I'm going to lump also kind of what's going on in here right now because they're kind of related. They're both okay. So when the Me Too movement came out, you know, women were, were a lot of women online, the most vocal ones. They were saying a lot of bad things about men, and, and some was you know rightfully so. There was a lot of bad men out there that are doing bad things. But one of the things that they didn't really realize that it was going to do is it was kind of it, it kind of kills sex a little bit because now the guys that were nice guys to begin with who weren't doing any of these bad things now they're even more scared to make a move to be a man to be courageous like it just the, the guys who really 
are afraid, I suppose, of getting me tooed or whatever. I've gotten tons of questions or tons of guys bring that up to me about that. They turn into even more nice guys and it's, it's out of fear. And so I think that a lot of what the media propagates, whether it's me too, or even right now is fear-based. So people are becoming, because of the mainstream news, especially with this quarantine we got going on right now with the coronavirus, you know, people are becoming more fearful of interacting with the other person because whether this person, there might be negative repercussions where, you know, she says that you assaulted her and you were just saying hi or whatever. Guys have that fear, even though it's pretty irrational. Like I just, I've, I've never really heard about that happening with any of my clients or students. And, you know, I talk to a lot of guys and I've put myself in a lot of crazy situations, never had any problems with that. Again, with the coronavirus, you know, you're, you're getting a disease where yes, there are legitimate concerns about it, but the average risk for a healthy young human being on this planet are very negligible. So I think a lot of the messages that we get from the mainstream about interacting from person to person, it's getting people to be more fearful of interacting with each other. And it's just not true. You know, for instance, right now, even I was able to, I was able to actually meet up with online dating with, with a couple of girls this week. And, you know, they had the same mentality that I did that they knew it was a legitimate concern for some people. They were trying to be safe. But ultimately for them, you know, they were still willing to risk risk a little bit for some human interaction, for some possible romance. You know, those kinds of basic human needs are never going to go away. And it's important that we remind ourselves of that rather than being scared to interact with people all the time, whether it's Me Too or whether it's um, the coronavirus. Yeah, the media will definitely blow things up and make it more kind of crazy and and out there than it really is just because mm-hmm. they want to you know get your attention and they yes. want to have you read their stuff and watch their stuff and catch your eyes with something that's crazy when mm-hmm. really you know it's not it, this doesn't really pertain to you like the yeah. guy who's trying to to meet women don't worry about the me too movement you're not sexually harassing women at work mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you're probably not doing that most likely yeah. I'd say you're fine. I don't think that there are women out there who are who are, you know, macing guys in the face for going up and saying hello to them. <laughs> you know, that's probably not if you're listening to this podcast, that's probably not your problem. That yeah. is the these are the guys who are overly aggressive, you know, who are overly aggressive at work, so mm-hmm. end up, you know, making mistakes and sexually harassing women and people who are over aggressive on the street and catcalling mm-hmm. and doing all these weird things that doesn't work. This is the, these guys, which you don't have to worry about. That's not going to be you. you mm-hmm. know, that's not going to be you. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't don't worry about it. Like you, you'll be fine. Just keep going and doing what you were doing, and, and it will be okay. Exactly, exactly. You know, I live in. I come from San Francisco, and like a lot of the, you know, there's been a couple times, very very uh, left leaning people san francisco and there have been a couple times where women have complained about a situation like that where maybe a guy assaulted her on the street or something like the crazy things that you hear about right and i'm like oh damn that's crazy like like what happened and then she'll be describing the situation and then eventually i'll come to realize like it was a crazy homeless person you know like this is not the kind of person who's going to come to me for coaching or who watches my videos or the average person listening to this podcast right (laughs) you know like this is uh this is something that definitely does happen but i think a lot of guys are worried about it when they're really not in the bracket of men that women are complaining about. Right, right, exactly. Cool. So what's your next one? So my next one, um, I was going to talk about basically the typical thing that 
they say a lot in the mainstream because it's very attractive to uh, a lot of women will say this a lot of uh, people on talk shows who are trying to be you know politically correct and motivating they say the whole be yourself thing just be yourself and that's the kind of message that i've heard time and time again when i was single and you know trying to trying to meet women and it's good and it's also horrible, right? <laughs> I'm sure you've had uh, a lot of guys trip yourself that have, you know, been told that their whole life just be yourself. You know, and how well does it usually work out for them? Well, they are being themselves. That's why it's a problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's being themselves, so it's the worst advice because it's just saying it's not answering someone's question. If someone's asking you a question and they're trying to get dating advice or get some results in this area, you're basically saying you're fine. Don't worry about it. When it's like, no, no, I'm not fine. That's why I'm asking the question. So mm-hmm. it's completely ignoring... That's This is the kind of deeper look into that. Mm-hmm. You're just ignoring the question, really. Exactly. And you're being dismissive of the person's problems, too. So like, that's why a lot of guys get annoyed. And you know, some, I guess if, you know, if someone's giving them advice and they say, tell you to just be yourself, whether it's a parent or maybe it's a girl that you're friends with that you want to make into like your girlfriend, and she's saying, oh, just be yourself and women will come to you. And you're like, well, you didn't come to me at all. <laughs> Like, it's obviously not working. So it's it's kind of like it, it's dismissive of uh, the person's problem. I remember there was one time where I was talking to a client, and sometimes I'll talk about you know stuff that happened in their in their past or whatever. And he his parents would tell him this advice all the time. He 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 told his dad. He came to his dad one time. He was crying from school, and he walked up to his dad, and his dad says, "Hey, what's going on, son? Like you know, you seem like you're really upset." And he goes, I just don't know why. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a popular kid. Like, the, the kids at school don't like me. Like, I'm not cool. They don't want to hang out with me. And his dad basically it thought he was being comforting, thought he was being helpful, and, and just said, "Wow, you know, like that's crazy. Like, you should just be yourself. And whoever doesn't want to be around you, that that's their loss. Like, I think you're an awesome person. Blah blah blah. blah. And yeah, sure, it might pick him up very temporarily in the moment. Or to be honest, it, I don't think it even helped him out in the moment. What his dad was really saying was that what you're saying is is not true. You know, I think you're a cool person, and you're you're being upset about nothing. Basically, what he should have done, I think, was he he should have asked him. You know, why do you feel like that? Why do you feel like they hang out with other kids? Really got down to the root of the problem and, and possibly come up with a solution. Maybe there's some changes he could have made. Maybe he wasn't hanging out with the right people or the right crowds, or he was alone during lunch and, and recess, and he could have been spending more time with people. You know, there's a lot of solutions that could have happened, but because he was giving the classic, oh, no, you're fine, like, just be yourself and things will work out, like, that kind of answer didn't help him. I see this a lot with guys who are trying to get good with, uh, with dating with women. You know, I agree. And, and I think that I just, this actually just clicked as we we're talking. This is kind mm-hmm. of cool. I think that I don't want to come down too hard on the people who say, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what they're really saying, and this is good advice, but they're not saying it in the right words. Right. And also, and I will say as a disclaimer, this advice won't work unless you do something to get to that point. And this will make sense now. Mm-hmm. So, when you when someone's saying just be yourself, what they're really trying to say is, hey, stop worrying so much and just act more comfortable in front of women. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're kind of saying. Like, just act more comfortable and relaxed around women. And mm-hmm. I agree with that. The thing is, is that's also kind of bad advice because that's not the advice because no one can just go, okay, I'll go do that. And yeah, wave a magic wand. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's all of a sudden they're more comfortable. So the real advice is, well, you have to go out and practice. 
and, and work on you know, meeting women and getting more comfortable with being who you are and working on your self-esteem and doing all those things, right? And so that there's a lot there. It's all kind of packed into the just be yourself, aka, hey, just be more comfortable around women and, and be cool and collected. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I think they're trying to say. And again, good advice in the sense of what they're trying to get at, but not good advice in terms of it being practical. I think that's right. what people are just trying to say, like, hey, if you just kind of relax and get to the point where you can actually be yourself. Mm-hmm. And just be cool and comfortable in front of women, that will increase your attraction by, you know, like 50%. Mm-hmm. If you can get to that point. So I don't know. What were your thoughts on that? Oh, I totally agree. The hard part is though, it's like, how do we get this guy to relax around a pretty girl? You know? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the part that's the part they're not thinking about. <laughs> that's and that should be the person's question now. So that you know, they should be like, okay. So now the question is that, right? That's what guys should be asking. Cool. Mm-hmm. So how do I get comfortable around women? And how do I make it so it's going to be so much less stressful for me and I'm not showing up you know, on these dates or these approaches or whatever like a nervous wreck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's tough for a parent or a pretty girl to answer that question because she's never had to deal with that. She's never had to be nervous around a pretty girl. And a parent, even if it's your dad, you know, I'm just saying with my, my dad's been married to my mom for 32 years or whatever. He's been out of the game for a long, long time. And most parents, they don't, or they come, maybe come from a different uh, era when courting a woman was a little different than it is now. Uh, there's no Tinder back then. So they, I guess that their, their memories of it are, they're not used to dealing with the problems that a lot of the guys that I talk to are, are dealing with on a daily basis. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's go into the next one. Yeah, so typically you get these two two kinds of guys. We've talked about, you know, the mainstream media makes us fearful of approaching, of talking to to women, whether it's the coronavirus, whether it's me too. Then we talked about how like when they do give you advice, they tell you, okay, just be yourself and everything will work out. Okay. Uh, and then the last one that a lot of guys end up doing as a result of these two things, these two messages, they realize that they don't help them. They kind of reject them. So then the final thing that they usually go for is the classic kind of pickup artist like thing that's been not, I don't know if it's as popular as it used to be, but I still get a lot of guys that reach out to me that use those terms. And I find that this is generally not that helpful. Like I don't know about anybody that uses the term AMOG frequently that does well with women. I just don't. I haven't met this person. Have you met this person, Trip? Has you met anybody who uses a lot of pickup terms that's doing great with women? I mean, some. But it's it's just an interesting way to go about it. I, I just I think that there's a lot of pickup terms and things that are interesting and maybe they even work, but there's not as important. It's not part of the 80-20. The 80-20 being the most important things, you know, that you should be really focusing on to attract women. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel about those things. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I would encourage you guys to not use the pickup terms if if they can. You know, talk like a normal human being. <laughs> so if a girl walks in in your conversation and you're using all those acronyms, she's going to be like, "Who the hell are these guys?" Um, <laughs> so I it's think a little, it's a little weird. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> um, so what I would recommend for a lot of these guys, and I think it, it's it's natural to kind of turn to those things, and you know, then you go down the red pill rabbit hole, and I think the red pill has a lot of good things too. Um, and MG Tao, even you know, if you if guys who go down that route, 
a lot of these things are very popular as a result of the last two uh, messages from you know the media that you get. But this is also a message from the media because a lot of people are in this. You know, there's channels out there with you know hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers that talk about these sorts of things. And yes, it's good. It is. It is like everything. It's it's a side of the truth. Okay, there is truth within it. But I think only exposing yourself to that side of the truth also makes you kind of incomplete. Now, what do I mean by this? I find that the guys who do like a lot of the pickup stuff who really focus on that, yes, there's a lot of good things out there. They give you some stuff to talk about. They give you the confidence in a manner in which that you can walk up to and approach women and see if she likes you. I think that's awesome. However, I find that the guys who like, let's say you're a guy and you walk into a bar. Okay, which a lot of my clients will talk about. And you see a lot of cute girls in there. And then you walk up to each individual one, see if she likes you. And then you know you talk to her for a little bit. The conversation kind of dies down. Then after about half an hour, you kind of go back to the bar by yourself. And it hasn't really worked out with any of them. I, I see a lot of my clients when they walk in, that's kind of what happens to them. And it's because they're thinking about things in terms of like a pickup mentality. And... The pickup stuff works, but you have to have like kind of a complete view of how social interaction works. Let's say instead you walked into that bar and you focused on having fun first, meaning meeting cool people, people that are going to bring your energy up, not focused on the woman yet, not treating it as a game where you're, okay, I got to talk to women, do the right techniques and that'll work. Move in, have fun, bring value, meet different people. Then you're feeling good. And then usually what happens is like women will kind of see you or maybe they'll, you'll just have a better energy about yourself. You won't be so dependent on the outcome. You're just going to have a better interaction overall. And more likely that you're going to meet a girl, even if you wanted to go home with her that night, you'd probably be more likely to meet that woman doing that method as opposed to just going strictly by walking up to each individual woman and doing, pick, and doing like the pickup strategies. And the funny part is, they actually talk about this. If you really look at a lot of the information, the stuff that I grew up with, whether it was like RSD or whether it was like uh, you know way back in the day where it was like Neil Strauss talking about it, um, they kind of do talk about this. They talk about bringing value. They talk about all of that stuff, but it somehow gets swept underneath the rug and not focused on as nearly as much as it should be with a lot of the, the clients that I get or students that have been you know looking at that stuff for a while. So... I think that when you look at the first two and look like the complete opposite of it, taking any one of those things at face value is is going to send you down the wrong path. Right? right, right. No, I agree with that. So where do you think a guy should start if he's trying to learn how to do all this stuff? Okay. Um, I think a guy, <laughs> it depends on where he's at. Some guys, sometimes I'll get a guy who's been watching like dozens and dozens of videos online, hundreds of I, I'll get a guy who like, like I have 200, you have a lot of videos out, Trip. How many, how many videos do you have on, on YouTube? I don't even know at this point. Six or 700, I think. Oh, six or seven. Have you ever gotten a client who's like come up to you and has watched every single one of your videos? No, not every single one. But I had guys who said they've... I've, I've had guys who said they've listened to every single podcast episode. And there's almost 400 of those. Right, uh, right. I've had guys who said they've seen you know hundreds of mine. I don't know if I've had... At one point, someone probably said that to me uh, back in the day when I only had maybe one or two hundred. <laughs> okay, gotcha. yeah, no, they say they watch a lot. Why? What, what point are you getting to? So, um, with with this, like, if I get a guy who's come to me and he's watched every single one of my videos, I'm super honored. But then I'll ask him the the question. I'll be like, okay, cool. Well, what kinds of actions have you taken? 
And then he'll be like, oh, I haven't gone out at all. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> we need to stop watching videos yes, exactly. <laughs> and then go out <laughs> and start talking to women. Or talk to anybody for, you know, just get out of the house, do something, right? And, and so for those guys, I think, you know, getting out and kind of expressing yourself and figuring out what scenarios uh, work, what you like and what you don't like, um, I think is important. Understanding yourself uh, and starting to take action. And then bit by bit, you know, if you want to look up the information that's going to be relevant for you, then look it up at that time. But a lot of times what I'll, what I'll notice is that if they've watched a lot of videos, they kind of have started inventing problems before they've even encountered them, which is, you know, you get the whole paralysis by analysis, you end up not doing anything and not getting any results. So yeah, I would say, first of all, you know, it, right now we're in quarantine. So if you're not on dating apps and, you know, you're frustrated, let's get on some dating apps. Let's try a few things, try a few pictures. You know, probably when you first start, you're not going to get the results that you envision. And then learn by trial with error and you know, figure out what kinds of things that you need to do to get to where you where it is you want to be. So start with the goal, start with where it is you want to be, and write down the things that you think would help you get there. What you think is gonna help you get there is probably not gonna be right at first, but um, as you try new things, you'll learn and you'll get better. And then that's what you know, me and you are kind of here for is to help guys along that path so that it doesn't take them as long with this trial and error process. To find the girl or girls or whatever dating life it is that they're trying to make for themselves, right? Right, exactly. I was just doing another podcast before this one, an interview, and we were talking about reverse engineering, right? Figuring out what what you want, where you want to be, when you want to be there, and then working backwards to figure out a plan of how to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And it might involve watching some videos or listening to podcasts, absolutely, but that's only part of it, right? So if you want to get to that point, you need to do more than just listen and watch and read, you need to actually go out there. Mm-hmm. You need to start putting some things into action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Some things happen. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you the number of clients that I've signed on the phone with. You know, they're the person who's describes to me in detail about all of their, uh, all their shortcomings when it comes to women, dating and that sort of stuff. And then I've asked them, you know, in the midst of all this pain, I'm like, well, what exactly would you say your goal is with women? It's like, I don't know. And I'm like, so that's the most important thing for you to figure out, man, because it sounds like you're unhappy. It sounds like you're not where you want to be right now. But where do you want to be right now? If you don't know that, it's going to make it very difficult for you to get there. Right. You have to know that. That's the first step. And a lot of guys don't know. They don't know what they want. They don't know what it is that they're looking for. So as, as clear as you can be on that, then at that point, you will be able to figure out how to get there. The more specific and more clear and more tangible your goal is, you can get to that point. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just what it takes. That's what it takes to get to there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's actually a pretty good exercise that you can do about this that is kind of like free form. If anyone's listening to this, they can, oh, yeah, nice. they, they, yeah, they can do this. So it's basically like the perfect day exercise. So just like take a blank sheet of paper or you can use a Word document or something like that and, and write out what you what your average perfect day would be like, you know, maybe five years in the future or or whatever, you know, imagine like the ideal day for yourself. You know, what does that day involve? Does it involve a wife? Does it involve, you know, a girlfriend or multiple girlfriends or you're dating women? Do you want to wake? What kind of woman do you want to wake up next to? What kinds of things does she do when she wakes? Does she wake you up with breakfast? You know, do you want to, do you want to be woken up with a blowjob or something like that? <laughs> like write those things down and really picture it. Is that, is, does that what your average day looks like? You know, is, do you want that to be your every, every average day? 
and, and really start to ask yourself the kind of life that you're looking for living. And you'll honestly be surprised by the answers that you put down as you really start to think about this. Right. Yep. And it's going to be hard. It might take you like six months to even really figure it out. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you, know, you tried something new and you're like, you know what? I thought getting a blowjob every single morning would be the best thing ever. And I kind of feel uncomfortable when I wake up. You know, maybe I'd like to wake up in peace or by myself or whatever it is. I don't know. It might not be the right thing you're looking for. Exactly. So. Exactly. Better figure that out. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, no, that's cool. What are some other techniques or, or thoughts you have for, for guys trying to figure this out? You know what's crazy, Trip? Have you ever had clients where maybe you go out with them and they just don't know how to have fun? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, huge, yeah, huge, problem. yeah, huge problem. Okay, and, and that's part of the reason why they're not getting women is because they don't know how to have fun themselves. So, what I would recommend, if anyone feels like is, is like thinking in their head, "Yep, that's me," what you should do is is write down ten things that you can do that's only dependent on yourself. Ten things that you can do that's only dependent on yourself to make yourself feel good. And, and you can do this in quarantine, man. This is a perfect exercise to do in quarantine. It's something that I work on with my clients too, is you basically write down these 10 things, whether it's doing some workouts, maybe you dance for a little bit in your room by yourself. I don't know. Or maybe you cook yourself a nice meal, something that's not dependent on other people. An example of something that probably wouldn't be a good a, a good example of something that makes you feel good is, you know, I had one guy write to me, oh, I, I enjoy when a pretty girl smiles and talks to me. It's like, well, okay. Um, there's a good chance that you can get that if you walk out, but you can't control that yourself. It, it, this has to be 100% within your control. So write down 10 things that make yourself feel good um, and figure out the types of things that you like doing. And what you'll start to notice is when you go out, you'll gravitate towards the things that you have more fun with and as a result, be more attractive and you'll understand yourself better. And using that is how you build confidence and build yourself into a, a man that women want to be around, that women are attracted to. Yes, yes. I like that. You have some really good thoughts here, some good principles. I like what you stand for. If guys want to work with you, where can they find you and how can they do so? What do you, what do you have to offer? Well, um, you can check out my YouTube channel. Basically, the YouTube channel, just type in the single guy, one word. That's, that's the best way to check out my content. If you want to get into contact with me, I recommend that you DM me on Instagram because I don't really have... That as many subscribers or followers as I do on YouTube. So if you type in a YouTube comment, I'm probably not going to see it. But if you sent me a DM uh, on Instagram, that's probably the best way. So my Instagram handle is at dot single dot guy. So that's the that's the handle right now. Yeah, just send me a DM on there or join one of my Facebook groups and you can send me a message there too. But yeah, that's the best way to get in contact with me. Awesome, cool. So yeah, we'll put that in the show notes so guys can check you out and. and- you know, contact you if they need to, or just check out some more of your stuff and and watch some of your videos. So, yeah, man, thanks for being here and and thanks for doing this interview and going over some some really important concepts that I think is is good to to talk about. I know I've talked about these randomly throughout uh, videos and and things like that and and some mm-hmm. podcasts, but it's always good to bring this stuff back so guys can really understand. They don't have to listen to all the nonsense out there, and they can just focus on themselves and and not be, you know, swayed in any sort of way, you know, just because, you know, all your friends are meeting girls in a certain way or they're giving yeah. you some bad advice or mm-hmm. whatever the news is saying, be skeptical. Hey, you know, be skeptical in terms of what we're saying right now. Don't just you know, blindly believe anything, which is I think a big one of the big 
points that we're kind of saying here. So anywho, thanks for yeah. being here. Thanks for doing this, man. And, and we'll have it on again. Thanks so much for having me, Trip. It was a, it was a real pleasure being here.